Hey girl, hey! Welcome to the Dynamic Duo Podcast. We are Ashley and Megan, sisters, BFFs, and entrepreneurs who are raising babies and building businesses. We are taking things day by day and want to bring you along on this journey with us so that we can figure this shit out together. Us busy mamas need to stick together, am I right? So go reheat your lukewarm coffee for the third time and listen in while you're doing all the things, you multitasking co-wayne. Hello and happy Friday. So I'm not sure if you guys were aware that November was um, National Adoption Awareness Month. So obviously it's December. I am late to the party. (laughs) But November was crazy. And um, my daughter's gotcha day was actually yesterday on December 2nd. And so I thought it would actually be better for me to talk about it now instead of in November anyway. So I just... Adoption is, um, you know, obviously something that I'm very passionate about because we have a daughter who we adopted, but I just think there's so much about adoption that no one knows about. Um, And so I just wanted to use this time to kind of just have a safe space to share some information about it. And if you have any questions um, about adoption, you can drop it in the comments. You can always send me a message. I love to talk about adoption. I could literally talk about it all day long. I mean, obviously every experience is different, but I am very um, open to discussing our experience um, around this topic. So just an FYI, if you, if you, or you know someone, you know, that wants to adopt or has like really wants to know more information about it, my DMs are always open. So anyways, I thought it would be fun to kind of start this out with, um, and say hey in the comments if you're watching and if you're catching the replay, do hashtag replay. Um, to start it out with kind of like some commonly asked questions that people say when when they realize that, you know, our daughter's adopted. And um, it is obviously very obvious because um, we're white and our daughter isn't. And so it's not a topic that we hide. Um, not that we could if we wanted to, but we are very open about it. And so, um, so I just wanted to share some things that people say to us and disclaimer, no one has ever said anything like mean or like, I don't think anyone has a like mean or cruel intentions. I just think that it's just interesting how things come out. So if you're a fellow adoptive parent, you probably have gotten some of these, but Um, the number one question that we get when we say that our daughter's adopted is when did you get her? (laughs) And I just think the wording is so interesting because I I mean, we did, we did get her. We didn't, you know, I didn't physically birth her. Um, but yeah, it's not, when did you adopt her? It's when did you get her? And I think there is a lot of, um, misinformation around this topic. I mean, every adoption is different. But the most common, um, like private adoptions are, you know, at birth. And I think that people here think that a lot of people who adopt do it like from out of the country and, um, where it's going to be a little bit different and every adoption is different. But so where did you get her? That's the number one question people ask us, um, or not where, when did you get her? Sorry. And it, it was at birth. So our experience was where we did a private adoption and we, uh, used an agency. So 
how it works is you uh, once you get like once you work with an agency they then work with you to come up with like a profile you talk about like why you're a good candidate essentially and why you should be considered um, to adopt this child and then they give those like profiles to all of their expecting moms um, and the term for for those women are called birth moms and so then the birth mom actually goes in looks at all those profiles all of those information and decides who they want to meet with and who they want to they choose the adopted parents based on what they're given from the agency and the decision is theirs it's not i think there's some misconceptions on this i think some people think that the adoptive parents like go to <laughs> this is a horrible <laughs> this is a horrible way to explain this but this is in my mind like this is really i think what what people think is that adoptive parents go to like this like place and then they're or they're given this like book of pictures and say like oh these are all the children you can adopt which one do you choose and it doesn't happen like that at all like at all it's actually not like our choice that i mean it's not put on the adoptive parents it's put on on the biological parents they get to have control over who um raises their child which i think is amazing because if someone you know has specific things they're looking for and they they want their child to be raised in a certain way they can say like i would like the person who adopts my child to you know have a life like this i want certain things i want to make sure my child has all of these things show me parents that fit that qualification essentially um and so yeah so it's not on it's not on the adopted parents at all um so that's another thing that that has come up often and um where is she from is another one because i think again i think most people think that people who adopt do it from out of the country so in our case that was not the case um she's from here from columbus same city i'm from you know um and so i just wanted to share that too and if you don't know um if you don't if we haven't been friends for very long you don't know our story um what led us to adoption was um, we did have, you know, some fertility uh, struggles and that included, you know, like waiting uh, a long time to get pregnant and then finally getting pregnant, having a miscarriage. Um, and then, you know, more time goes by. Then we started pursuing adoption. We, Ellie is our daughter and she's actually the second um, adoption that we attempted. The first one was a failed adoption where we replaced with a child. Um, and then had to give her back for three days when she was three days old. And so, um, and then obviously we had, you know, spoiler alert, we did have a successful happy ending where we were, you know, able to successfully adopt our daughter, but we did go through a lot of ups and downs to get there. And there was a lot of fear in that because we did go through the situation where we had to give a baby back. And so there was a lot of fear um, of like, what if that happens again? And um, one, another one of the most common things that people say to me when they find out that we adopted is, oh, I could never do that. that I think that's the most common things. I could never do that because I would be so afraid that something would happen and they would change their mind. And so, I mean, I'm proof that that can happen. It absolutely can happen, but there's so much... Like there's so much we can unpack here. Seriously, like, first of all, I always say like, 
yes, so, you know, that that's a possibility, 100%. You can't go into adoption thinking it's going to be all sunshine and rainbows and because it's you're talking about someone choosing and sacrificing and you know choosing to place their child with someone else. So on one end for the adopted family you see happiness and joy and you see they're finally getting what they want, right? But on the end of that other end of that spectrum like there's um, a birth family involved that is literally feeling the opposite. You know, they know that they're trying to do the right thing and they're doing it out of love and they're doing it from a place of like knowing wanting better for their child and wanting something different, but feeling grief of giving up a child, you know, and grief of the life that they could have with, with their child. And I don't think that's talked about enough. Um, I think when people hear adoption, they just think of the happiness of the adopted family. And I think that's very possible, but we forget about the birth moms and the birth families and I hate that like it's that's not how it should be because they're part of it too like adoption I was gonna try not to cry adoption is not just about the adopted parents like it's it's a trifecta like there's adopted parents there's the adopted child and then there's the birth family like and the only way in my opinion to have like to have I don't know if I want to use the word success but like I think the best thing we can do if we're in the adoption world is to do what's best for the child. And I know that not every situation when there's an adoption, it's not always it's not always in a situation where it's like a choice that they're making out of it's not, you know, some situations aren't safe situations for the child. But that was not our case. Our our birth mom is amazing and we love her and we have an open adoption and I know without a doubt in my mind that Ellie would have be thriving and having a great life with her too. It's not like um, you know it was a situation where she was like homeless or like couldn't uh, provide it was just that she literally was trying to make the best choice for her family which is what we all do as parents and so you know it's not just about us it's about us Ellie and her birth family because it's all connected like we are all connected and when Ellie grows up and Ellie has all these questions which she's starting to I mean she's six and so um, we can't answer everything for her because Although we know what, you know, what, what we know, you know, we know what we've been, what we've experienced over the years and we can tell her, of course, you know, that she, she knows she wasn't in my belly and she knows she was in her birth mom's belly and she knows her biological sisters and, um, you know, we like get together and we like have a really great open communication relationship and I think that's what's best because, that's the best way to show Ellie that she it's not that she wasn't wanted it's that she is even more loved and has more family like it's not a negative it's a positive because yes she has us as her adopted family but then she also has a birth family that 
loves her too. And so she's got like bonus family and it's just like, you know, having more family members that love you and want what's best for you. And I mean, I think people get so worked up over like open adoption and they get so worried and they think like, oh my gosh, I can't believe you, um, you know, I can't believe you still have a relationship with them or, you know, you guys see them and you let Ellie see them. And it's like, well, why wouldn't I? Like, I, I guess I think we're, we just, we think so much out of fear of something wrong happening that sometimes we let that get in the way of doing the right thing. And at the end of the day, it's not about us. It's about the child, which is our job as a parent, regardless of if you are a adopted parent a biological parent, a step parent, any type of parent, it's your job to do what's best for your child, point blank, period. And so when people say to me, I can't believe, or I, you know, I could never, I could never do that. Like, I think people say that about foster parents and adoptive parents, like, oh, they're, you, they're just special kinds of people because they can, you know, I, I could never, I can never do that because I would just be so afraid of the child being taken away from me and being so sad. And it's like, you could, that could happen. That happened to us and it sucked. I'm not going to lie. Like it sucked. Like in the moment, it was probably the worst thing that had happened to us before up to that point. But looking back and knowing what I know now, like if that didn't happen, we would have never gotten to adopt Ellie. We wouldn't have started our family with our daughter. And so I, I, I know that there was a bigger plan in place happening, but I just couldn't see the, the end. And so we, what we felt like was um, like just something wrong happening was actually just a piece to the puzzle. And it was it sad? Absolutely. Like, but guess what? We can do hard things and we do hard things as adults all the time because it's what's best for our family. And so it's just interesting to me that like people are so afraid of getting hurt and they let the fear of get in the way of it when really it's not about, it's not about your feelings. I mean, I don't mean that mean I, I have, I've been sad too and I have grieved and been through some things, but if it means that you can provide a safe and loving home for a child, then I don't see a downside. Like, I think that's what we have to do sometimes, you know, and I'm not saying every person should go out and adopt a baby. I know that's not realistic. <laughs> so don't take that the wrong way. Um, I know that's not realistic and I'm not saying, you know, that's what you need to do, but I'm just trying to give you a perspective that one, I'm a regular human. My husband and I, like we are just regular people, like everyone else who wanted to start our family. And I don't think that we have some extra super strength power um, that make us not heartbroken by sadness we are but at the end of the day we didn't want it to get in the way of doing the right thing so i hope that makes sense um uh, i'm kind of rambling now <laughs> um but and the, oh another misconception i wanted to talk about that people 
um, say is, or people assume, is people assume that most most women that give up children for adoption are like teen moms. Like, oh, it's a first time pregnancy. It was like a, a teenager. And that's not true either. Um, in our case, in both, both of the adoption situations that we were in, um, it was not a first time mom. They were both women who had children already, multiple children, and knew exactly what it takes to raise a child. And I think, um, you know, that's a misconception too. I think a lot of people think, oh, it was just a, you know, first time teenager, first time pregnancy. And again, every situation is different, but in our case, that was not the case in either time. Um, and oh, there was one thing that I just thought of and I, I can't remember now what I said, what I was thinking. Um, oh, I remember. This is another thing people say to me and to our family. And again, I don't think it's, I don't think it's malicious, but I just want to challenge you to try to reframe things. So um, another thing people say to us is, oh, Ellie's such a lucky little girl. She's so lucky. And it's just interesting to me because why is she the lucky one? Like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> why is she the lucky one? You know, we're the lucky ones. Like, we are the ones who are blessed with an amazing daughter. And I wasn't going to cry. So anyways, that's another thing people say all the time. And I don't, I don't think that's true. I think that we're the lucky ones. And so the whole point of this video was just to kind of share our experience about adoption Hopefully it was helpful to you. Hopefully you learned something. Um, there's a lot more that we could get into. I'm trying to think of what else. Other things that people ask about adoption is like how much, how expensive is it? And it is expensive if you do a private adop adoption, um, which we did do, but we didn't have the money to do it. We um, basically put it out in the world that we wanted to adopt and we told our friends and family we told social media i mean this was in 2014 i think when we started talking about it because ellie was born in 2015 so yeah and um it was we it was thirty thousand dollars is when we um when we adopted and we didn't have the money i think most people don't have that kind of money and but we just said we wanted to do it we said we were trying to start a family and we were struggling and you know we would really love to be able to adopt and we just received an outpouring of so many people wanting to help and we had friends and family members uh strangers our church like so many people step up and help and then i also like received a, a large bonus at my job at the time and so it really all of that combined um in addition to that, the agency we used like had an affordable plan for us to pay per month, which helped too. So all of those things, you know, encompass encompassed together and helped us a made us able to adopt. So that's another thing. It's like, yes, it's expensive, but there are options and people want to help. So I wish there was more support out there for people trying to adopt and you know, grants and like things. There might be. I looked I looked into that like recently just because I was curious 
and I really couldn't find much. So, I mean, it, it is crazy how expensive it is, but there's a lot of it that goes into it that you don't think about, um, a lot of expenses. So anyways, so that's cost. If, if you're wondering, wondering that, um, oh, there was another thought I had. Um, I can't remember. Oh, and every state is different too. So like the first adoption that we were placed with, um, she didn't live in Ohio. And so there was different, different laws in that state that, um, like then, then Ohio. And so there, the, uh, the rules for the, um, like surrender of the rights from the birth parent, um, could take weeks. And then in Ohio, it's only 72 hours. So each state has different rules. And that um, time frame is basically like where they're surrendering their rights and they have that time frame to change their mind. And then after that time frame is over, um, then, you know, they're not allowed to change their rights legally. Um, it's a lot harder. So that's another question people ask is, is about, you know, how, how long the birth family has to change their mind. Um, and I just shared about this on my page earlier this morning about Ellie's gotcha day. So a gotcha day is when um, the adoption is like legally finalized in court. And so it's usually about six months after placement. And so there's a misconception here too, because people think that that six month period is all, is all time that the birth family can change their mind. And it's not that that is in that shorter time period, like in Ohio, it's only 72 hours in the beginning. What that six months is for is for the agency and the social workers to check up on you, make sure that the child is safe and in a safe, loving home and that there aren't any issues before they legally uh, place the child like legally because in in that interim in the six month period basically the child's like um you are a legal guardian but they are under the uh custody of the state until the finalization and then you become no longer a guardian you become their legal parent and so that time frame isn't for the biological uh, family to change their mind it's for the state to make sure that the best interests of the child are being met. Um, so I hope that clarifies that too, because a lot of people think that too, that it's like, oh, you have to wait six months before, before you can really like have a sigh of relief that she's yours. And no, that's not the case. She, she really, you know, not, I say she, cause we adopted a daughter, but regardless of the gender of the baby, um, they're yours, you know, it's just on paper that the gotcha day, um, happens. Brain fog or mom brain is my daily question, <laughs> Sarah. Yeah. So, um, just reading the comments there. Um, but yeah, if you have any questions, let me know. I would love to chat with you about it. Um, I just want to share about it because I, I don't talk about it enough anymore. You know, we're so, you know, we just, she's getting older and it's just, it's not as like fresh on our minds when we were going through the adoption and like trying to adopt and then just recently adopted. We talked about it often. Um, so I'm always still willing to talk about it. It's just not something that I think to bring up much anymore. So throw all your questions uh, my way if you still have some. And if you feel like you 
got some clarification from this video, let me know and I would love to hear that. Thanks for watching if you did. Wait, don't go yet. If you enjoyed this episode, we would love for you to leave us a review wherever you are listening, or just take a screenshot of the episode you're listening to and share it to your stories and tag us. We are on the gram at dynamicduo.pod. And be sure to subscribe to our podcast so that you get notifications every week when we drop new episodes. Chat soon.